I'm Connor. And I'm Kirk. This is our corner. Enjoy the episode, guys. Please, please enjoy the episode. Don't please, please tell them to. Please. Thank you. I like to th- I like to dream that one day we will be- we will have a podcast that's not only, you know, equal uh, parts investment in the equipment, but also in the same place, in in person. I think so too. See how I made that nice? You know, you you maybe thought I was I going so in too. a shitty. Dr- <laughs> we both can contribute equally outside the microphones and on the microphones. No, it's true. No, so I have I actually came across some things to talk about, like just out of nowhere. Do you, are you drinking? Okay. Wow, no beer tonight. Hmm? Something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Your friends talk to you? <laughs> no, I had a I dude. I tried a six miler on Friday. No way. Yeah, I did. Walk me through it. Let's 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 start at the race. Okay. Let's start the morning of the race. Okay. So I didn't work out on Thursday. Usually I'm a five days a week guy, all weekdays. Uh, I didn't work out Thursday. So I was like, you know what? This is perfect. I'll rest my legs. I'll rest my mind, my spirit, and I'll just attack it on Friday. And I'm deciding now I'm going to go for six miles. That was my mindset. When I woke up on Friday, did I know I was going to run six miles? Definitely. I think it was... <laughs> I think it was like it was it was uh it was something I wanted to do and because I hadn't done it yet I was overconfident and you'll see why you'll see how how that's clear I had probably the most rookie six miler of all time and dude can you please get on Strava so we can track each other's just why don't you get on Nike Run Club huh you want me to fucking it's not the same community dude. it's not the same community well can I tell you my splits yes. And you'll see what I mean. Do you want the overalls first or do you want the mile by mile? Mile by mile. Okay. 9.05 out the gate. Hot. <laughs> Mistake. Hot. <laughs> 9.16 for the second mile. 9.50 for the third mile. You've run a 5K before. That's your comfort zone. 11.15 mile four. 10 10, mile five. Negative split. 11 38, mile six. So you see what I mean? It was like yeah. at the end of the day, it was 10 13 average pace, which on paper is like, dude, not bad. Like you took it low and slow. You, you know, you had like a good six mile solid run. But the truth is, I came out the first half way too hot. I was so tired and sure that I wasn't going to be able to do it. So I walked for like three minutes on the fourth mile and the sixth mile and sure enough and and I and I don't feel and I and I wish I had known that I wasn't going to feel better like I could I if I had ran consistently at a 10:30 pace I would have been happier with myself walking away than what I did on Friday because on Friday it felt like I was yeah. failing because I was wa- having to walk and run you know it didn't feel like a to- it didn't really feel like a true 6 mile run but you have to fail yeah. in order to succeed so really it was a win you know Goggins says he's never failed. He's only tempted. I agree. And I agree with Goggins. We're very similar in a lot of ways. That is, that's a huge, that's first 10K in probably. Uh, yeah, probably a couple years. I ran yeah. one with Kelsey a while back, but. That's huge. Yeah, it was good. What's that doing to the confidence? Um, 
in the back of my head the whole time was you telling was was me hearing your voice say I felt really confident when I was running three miles and then I ran six miles and it was so much harder <laughs> that in that rang absolutely true I was like the whole time I was fighting a mental battle like literally yeah. at the end of my second mile I was like I took this too fast out the gate like my legs are already starting to get tired um and yeah. and normally it's not a it's not like a strength problem when I'm running it's like uh like I always have something in the take at the end of a three mile run and I was like uh oh I'm not gonna be able to stretch but yeah you know I I feel like I don't know when do, I probably attempt it again in two weeks or something and see if I do better and just like go with the knowledge that I'm trying to go slow how was the uh how was the stretching slash warm up and stretching slash cool down aspect of it? So I ran at approximately, I think I left at one, around one o'clock. Um, so it wasn't like I was doing it first thing in the morning, like I was super tight. Uh, but I did stretch f- statically for like 10 minutes before I left. Um, my diet, no good. Didn't need anything before I ran. Um, and honestly didn't have enough afterwards when you burn, when you run six miles, you burn, like if you're running for an hour, I think it said I burned 950 calories. Dude, that's easy. That's easy. Yeah. And to have not eaten anything that day, I literally ate a burrito and I was like, I had a headache afterwards because it still wasn't enough calories. Um, yeah, but I don't know what I could, I mean, I could have obviously eaten. I could have, um, I don't know, slept better, but like, I think I just wasn't ready to be honest. And I mean, I think, you know, I, I don't think it's bad to take a jump though. Yeah. That's what it was. You know? Yeah. Could have been easy to run three miles and know you're going to do it. Yeah, it's true. And now I'm going to run three miles tomorrow and I'm going to feel, you know, fantastic. But the holidays, yeah. it's hard to work out. How are you, how's your training going during the holidays? Slash, how I are the holidays? Two part. Um, training, training first, as always. Um, <laughs> I motto. ran the farthest run of my entire life on Sunday morning. Okay. 9.00 can you, miles. Can you share your splits? Uh, if it's interesting. If it's not interesting. It's, it's, it's embarrassingly slow, but I'm, I'm not embarrassed about it. I'll say that. Uh, don't it be. Was, uh, it was. So Connor Riley told me something interesting where he was like, he was like, the older you get, working out has to be somewhat enjoyable right yeah when you're younger you can do like a lot of like sprinting type like soccer practice exercises right and you're doing it with the team and the whole thing's fun and you show up the next day and it's cool and stuff right like when you're old like that just doesn't sound fun after work right so he was kind of like inspiring me to be like dude just find whatever pace you think is fun and whatever like convinces you to continue doing it yeah and then just take that as like that's where you should be right that's where you should strive for, you know, your, your casual runs. Sure. So I ran the Torrey Pines trails again. Um, it was an awesome run. It was up. We'll have to do it when you're in San Diego. It's really cool. Okay. It's pretty much like up these like sandstone canyons. Okay. Overlooking the water. Oof. And then you run down the sandstone canyons onto the beach. Then you run in front of the Torrey Pines golf course along the beach. And then just turn around and do the same thing on the way home. But one really cool part of it is that when you're underneath the Torrey Pines golf course, there's no beach access points except for the one you just came up and one like a couple miles down in La Jolla. 
So no, it's like a hundred percent empty on the beach. And oh. just, I don't know. It was very cool. That's awesome. Um, all right. Splits. We went. Oh, you ran with Rex? No, no. We as in myself. Okay. Uh, oh. oh, here we go. Strava, is one. Strava difficult to navigate or something? Or No, not at all. It's actually a great <laughs> UI. Mile 1, 10.54. Casual. Mile 2, 11.43. Uphill. Mile 3, 11 minutes. Oh, you're running Mile uphill? Four, 10. It was 1,000 feet of elevation, too. So it was like... Holy shit. And you ran it in... You're booking it, in my, in my opinion. That's, like, pretty fast to be, like, jogging up a well, hill. So Strava has this feature called Gap Adjusted Pace. So, you know, it can tell you, uh, you know, it can equate everything. Gotcha. You love it. <laughs> um, these are raw paces, though. 1054, 1143, 11, 1049, 1029. Then we started going back uphill. That was, that was along the beach. Then we started going back uphill. 12-12, okay. tough mile. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just really working. Yeah. Um, 11 minutes, 1017, 1003. So the beginning Wait, of the run. Is that, that nine miles? Nine miles. Jesus. Nice uh, job. How did you feel at the end of that? Eight minutes, 1400 calories. Jesus. Were your eyes just I, sunken in? Just so little hydration in your body? So this was the first run I ever did with water, which was cool. Nice. I felt like, a, I felt like an ultra marathon runner out there. I had. I had a water with a little bit of my sports mix in it. Yeah. And it was like, you know, like, you know, when you see people like squirting. Yeah. yeah like yeah. Lance squirting as you going up the tour de France hills. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was just. <laughs> yeah. Literally yeah, yeah. Like, like comically doing it. <laughs> I think uh, it'd be funny too. It'll be like out of my way. Kind of <laughs> Get out <laughs> of my way. Minute, my I'm just like. <laughs> um. But yeah, I felt pretty good. I felt it was the first time where I was like, oh, this is going to be like really, really hard to run more than this. Like this felt really hard. Um, yeah. Mostly on the uphills, but I was, uh, I was proud of my uphills. Yeah. Where is, where is your mental right now? I For think the, is it, it by the way, still it, remains. I was just going to say, okay. if part of your strategy is to not worry about it right now, like, cause you're just going to psych yourself out, then by all means. No need to answer that no. question. Okay. Because I you feel like... You can't, close the, you can't close the closet door. <laughs> exactly. Once Pandora's box is open. Yeah. No, I think my, my mentality is still don't get arrogant, you know. Right. Trust the process. Don't try and jump into more than you can handle. Don't injure yourself. And everything's going to be cool. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think accepting that I'm going to run really slow has made everything it's almost like a Doable. confidence booster yeah where it's like i know i can run faster than that right but i also know that i don't have to right like i know that i'm i know i'm being smart about this in order to not fuck over my knees and my legs and right everything. right absolutely um, so it feels good um today i did my first dead sprint in a while like just try and get just redlining oh wow and it was the most fucking miserable i've been in months like it's what, just, what'd you run and how fast uh, i ran two miles my splits were like 642 and then like 10 minutes are so you serious went, like, chin down just eating the ground and then the second i finished it was just like just trying to crawl home oh my god 
640, dude? That's like middle school pace. That's fast. It's child pace. Yeah, that's it's child weird. pace. The children are so fast. <laughs> yeah, the children are so fast. <laughs> uh, it felt good, but like, I don't know. It's like already like different parts of my body hurts that don't normally hurt. And but that's why you need to do that Achilles, once in a while. My Achilles hurt really bad right now. How do you know it's your Achilles? Uh, just self-awareness, mostly. <laughs> Physiology. Just good self-awareness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have, I have, I'm but having, yeah, I'm anticipating. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm having a bit of like a right foot problem. And I'm also starting to, not because of the running. This is before, but probably in the past two years, I've started to like, like crack more. That's fine. That's fine, right? That's cool. That's fine. That's, that's definitely in my hands my feet like when i stretch out there's like a couple cracks that i know i gotta hit before i feel ready i wonder what the cracks mean well they say not to crack your neck but i think that's because it, you could be making a bad adjustment in the wrong direction because it's really it's really just things like moving next to each other right just you know, think- i thought it was like gas popping or something yeah, I've also heard that too. I'm not. I'm not an MD. I'm not a doctor. Really I'm not a doctor. But um, I'm anticipating the holidays to be uh, pretty unproductive, though. Really? Because I found this with Thanksgiving. It was very unproductive. Talk to me about how. Well, San Diego's probably not that cold. Is it cold it's right like now? Seventy degrees. <laughs> Is it really? Is it actually <laughs> that warm? Sixties. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god. Dude, you should I guess travel I'm, to California. It's great. I know, but I'm... Well, I saw you wearing the beanie. It turns out you're just a fucking poser. It turns no, out you just... my house is not insulated, so it's fucking frigid at night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I kind of... I, I had a day yesterday. I didn't work out yesterday because I was like, holy shit, it's so cold outside. It was probably... I'm going to exaggerate, but it felt like high 40s. Maybe even, you know... During the day? During the day. Probably oh high fifties. Probably high fifties in reality. But it was but cold. Wet and, air. Wet air. Wet air. Wet air. But then I was like, well, it's gonna be hot in the summer. What's my excuse then? It's not gonna work out when there's extreme weather. So I what just basically felt terrible about myself. It didn't work yeah. out. <laughs> You're like, and then I decided I wasn't gonna work out. <laughs> I had a full circle. I had a full day yesterday of, of just pizza for both meals. Dude, I went I think I might have talked about this on the podcast. It was it was in my show notes for last episode. Yeah. But I went the entire week last week. No home cooked meals. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting pretty close, dude. Financial disaster? It is. Disaster? It is. It's Yeah, then you end up gorging yourself on one meal rather than like two even meals, you know? It sucks too that I'll have lunch at like eleven so I get hungry early yeah and then i won't eat dinner until i leave work so it ends up being like six right so dinner's just panic yeah panic hunger <laughs> i did the full me and miles went for the uh we have a five after five at our local j mics oh yeah nice. we've been running it nice. and usually you know you tell yourself like we'll get two giants yeah we'll, we'll save one half right now and sure. we'll save half Dude, regular Cali club based straight into Chipotle cheesesteak based back to back. <laughs> and then just felt awful. Like awful. That's an old, that's a, 
That's a classic of Connor and Kirk's corner. <laughs> the the Jersey Mike's five after five. It's a it's a, it's a comforting a, feeling. <laughs> it's literally a classic. Twenty yeah. twenty nine hundred of calories for nineteen dollars. How is Rex training? Um, he's good. I think he's not really training for anything at the moment. Um, you know, we could have him on the podcast. Let's Wait, he said himself, he was doing San Francisco. He is, but I think his prep doesn't start until March, maybe. Oh, okay. Um, I think 16-week program, March to July or something. What's his natural upkeep like? Curious. Um, very active. Yeah. Like, just, I think, part of the lifestyle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> As Sean, Sean says, wakes up, skates a 5K. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, dude. As a serve. Yeah. No, he, uh, we live close to Black's. Very good surf break. Yeah. With a pretty good walk to get to it, too. So he does that pretty often, I think. And then he's got a gym membership close by. So he's and what a big a, morning. And uh, what about Miles? Morning activity guy. Miles, uh, Miles exclusively does the prison yard workouts in our dark, musty garage. He is <laughs> like, his exercising is like the truest representation of him as a person where he just, <laughs> like, he does it very well with very little and doesn't complain. Right. Right. He has a yoga mat and two dumbbells and yeah. just, you know, a, we have a pull-up bar and then it's just mobility, exercise. And I respect that. It's like 30, he does it like 30 minutes a day, but he's, he said he was like, it's just consistency. Like he just doesn't miss it. Um, he just doesn't miss dude. He really doesn't. How many pull-ups can he do? Do you know? I'm notorious for asking this question sure. of everyone I know. I would say 10 plus for sure. 10 plus. What about you? You said you, you, you better you bit of a runner's body going, dude. <laughs> you yeah. cut the mics for a second. <laughs> um, I'm definitely single digits. Yeah. Definitely won the single digits. But, you know, when I hit my bulk later this year or in 2023, Ugh. I'm going to. Uh, I'm so, what's the official up. race date? March 11. And what's the official elevation gain on that run? Fourth. It's either thirty two hundred or forty two hundred. Yeah, dude, that's gonna be that's gonna be fantastic. I think I'm gonna be in Tahoe at that point. Uh, you're gonna come support? Are you gonna fly me out? <laughs> you can take a helicopter literally onto the island. How sick is that? That'd be so sick. I've been watching Succession and Billions concurrently right now, and I'm really digging the life, the lavish life. How do you how do you feel about that? Do you desire? Corporate do you desire wealth. incredible corporate wealth? <laughs> I was uh, I was thinking about that today, and I think the ultimate answer was like, it sounds dope. Yeah, but there's some costs associated. Exactly, big cost. Exactly, mm-hmm. I, and sacrifice. Now that yeah, exactly. We would all be lying to say that that sort of fuck you money, if you will. Yeah, is. Is not so sick, you know. Would not be so yeah. sick to have, obviously. But the sacrifice that it takes to get there, and and really, time is what you have to give up. And also, you could give up all the time in the world and still fall flat, and then you're really fucking screwed, you know. And then you got your tail between your legs. Exactly. And then Deloitte's like, "No, you're not making partner, buddy. We got someone better." <laughs> and then TaylorMade doesn't want yeah. you anymore, you know. And then- can't then turn you're, around. <laughs> can't go home. <laughs> you can't stay here, dude. Yeah. 
have you ever you, have you ever been yelled at like in a in a corporate way? Well, the only thing that that reminds me of is, uh, and I know I've told this story in the podcast too, but when I was talking to Nick Shields, uh, his dad put me in touch with the guy to talk about real estate, and I was like, maybe I'll do the commercial real estate thing. Like I hear about people doing this. <laughs> I talked to this retired professional soccer player. I don't remember this story. <laughs> And I was, he was like 27 or something. And I was asking him questions about his job, what he likes about, what he doesn't like, what his responsibilities are. He was like, honestly, if you want to fucking make it in this world, you have to learn to eat what you kill. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, mm-hmm. And he was like, <laughs> take the, identify the things you want and take them. And I was like, for sure, for sure, for sure. It's like so, like so uncomfortable on the phone. And then I send, uh, I send like a thank you email or something to the both of them. And the guy responds like, "I really could. I think, I think Kirk's got it." Oh, <laughs> I heard God. on the phone. I heard the passion in his voice, and I was like, "Dude, I swear to God, that I was, was I was so scared." <laughs> you were telling me to murder my real estate. <laughs> you have to. Eat what you kill. <laughs> like, it was, it was so off-putting. Um, no, I honestly have never, I've never witnessed the, the full screaming match thing. Um, I witnessed an adult, just uh, like just an adult man at the golf course taking a phone call where he like legit almost just spiked his phone after, like really laying into this guy in public, and. I just remember like looking around being like, does anyone else think this guy is just absolutely like losing his Psycho, mind, like a yeah. threat to those around us? And it would just like, it was an older crowd around me and ever just kind of like, busy distracted by it, but they weren't, they weren't, you know, they weren't appalled. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They yeah. weren't like, that was, that's ridiculous. He shouldn't talk to him that way. Yeah. And that's where I think, uh, I think there's, there's obviously the transition towards, you know, work-life balance right you know wellness you know chief wellness officer chief happiness officer like being a real job and everything now and Jesus. it's good that it's moving in that direction <clears throat> but i will say mm -hmm. have you seen this shit on linkedin since all the tech layoffs have happened no i don't know if i've made this no 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 no. no 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 you know all the tiktoks and youtube videos where it's like uh what's up i'm daniel i'm gonna take you through the life of a tiktok product manager um, I wake up at nine, I go to my yoga class, um, I get my matcha tea, I check into my team meeting from 11 to 11.15, right. then I go to the farmer's market, I get lunch, um, right. I do a couple of housekeeping things, um, <laughs> this is my apartment, um, it's $7,400 a month, I live alone, yeah. and I make 350 grand, like right. look how fucking easy my life right. is. Right. And it was, all, it was all that. None of it was like, look how sick working in tech is, like look at how cool these things we're building. Right. It was all just like... Scope this lifestyle. Scope how little work I included in the right. video. Right. In the life. Like, right. It's just me chilling. Yes. And now, now, these same TikTok tech individuals are going to LinkedIn. I was one of the tens of thousands of people affected by the meta layoffs last week. Oh, my If God. you could help me and share my resume and put me in touch with someone that's hiring a senior product manager, oh I would be God. very grateful. Shut and up. I was like, dude. Dude, 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 you will not get a pity party from me. <laughs> dude. You will not receive an audience for that kind of behavior. I agree. You can't dance. You can't dance everywhere. I kind of and feel then, 
and then asked for all the help. I was like, I can't do it. I do kind of feel like, yeah, the, the, it was going to, obviously it was going to swing back eventually. I mean, all the stories that you hear about like the, the lengths that tech companies go to, to make their employees like happy and, and like feel validated and, you know, feel safe to share their ideas and to innovate, you know, it's like, it's ridiculous, but I, but, but I'm not, but I'm also down for a wellness. So you just pick some of the more reasonable things. <laughs> <laughs> they, they want to make everyone feel like, oh, they're like valued in the workplace. And like, you're like, first of all, that had to come. <laughs> That's to. fucking ridiculous. There's managers and there's people that report to managers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, maybe, maybe I'm being too hard. I don't know. I think I genuinely, this is coming from a guy that is joining the tech industry. <laughs> Right. So I'm aware, I'm aware of what I sound like right now, but I'm, but it comes from a place of like, I think it's ridiculous that like how cool this job is and how like pampered you get for, for having this job and how valued you are by a company because it's a skill that not many people have, you know? Yeah. And I, and like, those are all factors that definitely contributed to me making the decision to go into it mainly that I just like coding but obviously those are great external benefits you know secondary yeah so but I'm also like if at any point this house of cards completely falls and like AI takes over and takes the reins and we don't have to write code anymore I'm like it was a good run you know like I didn't think this like gold mine would last forever I just like thought I would get in while I could because it's something I really enjoy because I, I, it yeah. does feel too good to be true, and, and I'm starting to actually, perhaps you could congratulate me. I finished all my projects officially today, so now I'm sending out my first application in the morning. Uh, Let's go. Yeah, to uh, a family friend's company, so hopefully, you know, I can get in the door there, but... Nepotism, play cards. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I'm like, I, I, I think... There's a lot of, I mean, Tim Dillon famously says that if you have a job and, uh, or he says, unless you're in the military or an engineer, <laughs> if you're 25 or younger, your job doesn't matter. <laughs> like you don't actually do anything. You know what I mean? And he's yeah. like, he's kind of right, you know? So I don't know where that, I, that, I think it's tough too. Cause like, I don't think you can loop in the entire tech workforce, right? Right. Like you, you hear the horror stories of like, you know, whether it's like Amazon or Tesla or like, I'm honestly not close enough to know, you know, what all the, the industry takes are. But I think there's the jobs do exist where it's like, dude, this is brutal. Like this is like, right. This is 80 hour weeks. This is like no work life balance. This is like right. getting called on, you know, in the middle of the night to do something. Right. But those are, I think those are the individuals that survive the layoffs. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Like they're probably like, well, we'll keep the ones that were working eight hour weeks. We'll right. Probably toss the ones that were working 22 hours a week, you know? Right. Did I tell you about the, the Christmas party yet? Oh, I, no. No, you haven't. First of all, first of all, I'll just give you. Dude, I was going to say something. I just didn't want to interrupt you. It looks so good. For the listeners that can't see, he's got Christmas lights. Not only strung up around the tree, but also lining the inner doorway of of what looks like the entrance to their living room. Is that a bouquet of flowers? Flower. That's a poinsettia flower. 
And stockings on the wall? Stockings on the wall. Um, okay. So, so on Saturday, <clears throat> Saturday morning, everyone woke up a, a touch hungover. Okay. Um, earlier in the week, we sent out a text that we were going to have uh, people over and then we're going to go out to the bars after. And we were like, let's try and make it. Uh, or sorry, we sent the text out and we we're like, hey, we're just going to have. We're gonna have people over Saturday night. Feel free to come over if you want. Sure. Pretty much no one responded, but we were like, whatever, you know, we'll figure it out. Saturday, we wake up hungover. We go to breakfast, just Connor, uh, Miles, myself. And it's kind of like a fun, like goofy type hangover. You know, we're we're kind of joking where it kind of felt like the first college day in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you just wake up with your boys. Frost slept on the couch, so we woke up. We're all just hanging out there. Right. We're like, let's go get breakfast, coffee, we'll hang out, make a day of it. And while we're there, we're thinking like, all right, well, if we're going to have people over, like we should really like, we should really buy into this, you know, like sure. every time we've had, we've hosted anything so far, it's literally just been like just our house. Like right. we just walked into a normal house. Right. So we decided we're going to get decorations. Um, we decided we're going to make it a, a Christmas themed bar, a Christmas themed pregame into a Christmas themed bar crawl. Okay. And we're getting super excited <clears throat> and we're like, we're like, guys, we can like, we don't have to just stick to our Santa Barbara friends. Like we all have friends who live in San Diego. Let's bring everybody. Like, let's really pack in the place. Like, let's right. make it look nice. Let's be proud of it. It's going to be great. Yeah. So we're all fired up and we all send another text out to our group of Santa Barbara friends and we each kind of text our group of home friends on the side. We leave breakfast. First stop, home goods. Like, let's get some decorations, the stockings, the lights, yeah, the Christmas wrapping paper, uh, the poinsettias. Like, we're just grabbing things off the wall. That takes like an hour and a half. Then we go to the, the grocery store next door. You know, booze, uh, everything, cups, chasers, everything you need from that standpoint. We buy snacks. We buy waters. We buy like, we're, it's like at this point, like money doesn't even matter. We're just grabbing things. Like we're just going to be the best host of yes, all Yes, yes. Everyone's going to be stoked. Then we go, we got like two more random places to pop in at. Then we come back, we set up all the tree, we set up the stockings. And this whole time we're talking, we're like, how many people do you think we can fit in here? Like at some point, there's going to be too many people. You know, is 30 the max? 35? Like, it's also a very old, small neighborhood. Like, are people going to be upset with how loud it is? We spend the whole afternoon decorating the tree, wrapping our Christmas table, wrapping our empty boxes, if I ever look like presents. Looks fantastic. At like four o'clock, we start getting our first text back. Mm. Like, uh, Christmas thing with the fam. Sorry, guys. We're like, all right, you know, <laughs> we, can, uh, <laughs> we can, we can exist without, you know, one or two of our friends. And then pretty quickly, most of the, uh, the Santa Barbara group made it clear they were out. All the gauchos. Oh, who were the gauchos? We were like, that's fine. Uh, Patrick was going to go to his cousin's Christmas party and take Marisa with him. Um, Selfish, but okay. Thomas, <laughs> Thomas hit his head on a plate on Friday. Okay. Had to get stitches in his head. He's okay for all the listeners worried. Um, okay. But he, you know, recovering from a, a medical operation. <laughs> Procedure. Um, Theo, then OIE. Okay. So Mahalo to Theo. I think he's still there. Uh, <laughs> hey, so anyone knows where he lives? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 
Frost was in the whole time, which was sick. Yeah. Frost was our rock. Drew Von Zweck, out of town. Uh, Tim and Elise, I think they were busy. Uh, whatever. The sure. entire group. Sure. Busy. So then it's like, whatever. We got, we got homies. Our friends will still come. Sure. My friends bail almost immediately. <laughs> really? <laughs> like a couple were like half yeses until like 6 p.m. And they're all like, no, nah, dude, like can't do it tonight. Or I'll meet you at the bars was a lot of what we got. Like we'll just meet you out there. Mm. Finally, Miles' friends bail. And then Connor's friends were just going to be a couple of girlfriends he had from high school. And we were like, just tell them the party's canceled. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> we truly can't do this. So the the pregame that was supposed to start at seven thirty, the only people that were here at seven thirty were me, Miles, and Talia, and it was just like <laughs> oh, this house that was, was so clearly it was so clearly decorated. <laughs> oh, like <laughs> that's so, uh, it was so like it was funny. It was funny. It was definitely sad. Yeah, and definitely humbling. Yeah, definitely. definitely made you think. Like that's gulch anymore. <laughs> Just open the door, expect people to walk in. Yeah, but um, we flopped. We we put our hand up. How did? Yeah, zero people. Zero people came to our party, and you got to wear that. You have to wear that, which is funny. If it's, you're gonna hide from it. <laughs> it's way funnier to have zero people show up, and you get to laugh about it immediately, than to have like six people show up that are like randomly, you know, like you don't know them that well, Mismatch, and you have yeah. to try and show them a good time. You know, did, what'd you end up yeah. doing? Did you go to the bars or did you just fall asleep in sadness? So, no, so me, Miles, and Tali had a pretty good time. Um, <laughs> for, us, for us, pulled up like 30 minutes later. Um, <laughs> we watched the football game. And then Connor and Sophie joined us uh, around 8.30. Okay. And then so it's we ended up, up going out to, yeah, we ended up going out to Encinitas. Kept it pretty, kept it pretty light. Um, oh, the other embarrassing part <laughs> was that we were trying to make everyone dress up. So we brought, we all bought sweaters, like the me, Connor, and Miles. Yeah. <laughs> no one. <laughs> so I walked out at like 720. It's just me and Miles both wearing the dumbest fucking sweaters and no one else in our apartment except for Talia. It was like, this is ridiculous. That's really, um, that's really fucking funny. It's, it was funny. Well, it's it's like it was fun. I feel I, it almost bums me out though because I know that Miles really doesn't like that, you know. And you don't. None of us. None of us were too. No one take it personally is what I'm saying. It happens to everyone. It's a hard time to throw a party. People think it's easy to throw a Christmas party. It's not easy to throw a Christmas party. I uh, I, I cannot agree more. I I we also the Norton children throw an annual Christmas party. Yeah, uh, you're talking about. Uh, yeah, you gave the rundown last week. Yeah, so it happened, and honestly, I think my sisters were afraid of the exact same thing happening. And if they, if it had happened to them, it would not be very funny. They would have been really bummed about it. They, they got like texts early from like some like core of some of their core friends being like, like, yo, we can't make it. Basically, and some of the excuses were pretty ass, you know. Or meanwhile, I look, you know. Not to not to say anything better or worse, but I did not promise a lot of people to come. But everyone who I pretty much thought was coming did come, which was honestly kind of nice. But that being said, I only had I had like 
Henry, Scannell, Arthur as really my only dogs, I think, there. But, but it ended up being yeah. like a, a mixed bag of like maybe like 20 people. So everyone could play every game and everyone could like have conversations and you're not shouting over. It ended up being a totally fun party, in my opinion. We ended up going to the Deuce later that night. Tatiana got to see it for the first time. She was like, <laughs> she, she, she basically was like, it's so, she thinks of, she thinks Mo Valley is like annoyingly not perfect. Cause it's like, it's like full of like annoying people, of course, but like picturesque, yeah. I think would be a better word that she would use where it's like, of course we have like a town bar where you run into people that you knew from high school and it's like kind of run down, but also kind of cute and kind of perfect for this, you know? And, uh, so when she went and saw it, she was like, of course, this is what it looks like. But we ended up, it was all really fun. People stayed and played pool and like, it's very rare that you stayed to the deuce until 2am, but we ended up staying until like one 30 and it was like a really successful night in my opinion. So maybe you guys should travel up next year. You know, if you you don't have it in you. That party sounds better than mine. I'll say it. Yeah. Well, don't, I mean, like pretty much all the Christmas parties are annual. Have you noticed that? It's like you this don't. Is our re- first annual. Well, then you gotta weather the storm, right? You don't just get there. So, okay, go ahead. So we said we said Saturday morning when we we're agreeing to do it, we were like, I think this might not like nothing. It's not gonna go perfect. It was like right. a pump up speech. Right. It's not gonna go perfect. It right. would be a fluke if it did. Right. So we just gotta try and learn something for the next time that we throw. Yes. Our Christmas party. And we did. We learned that you can't send a text out the day of. No. Because the text we sent initially had no real indication that right. we were like going to put effort in. Right. And then the day of text, we all of a sudden were asking people to go get dressed up. Right. It was, it was unfair to ask that of our guests. Right. Uh, that was our main takeaway. So we're running it back on Thursday. We're trying 2.0. Dude, great all the decorations idea. Are still, all the decorations are still up. What? The, the fridge is still full. Right. We're like, just everyone, everyone pretend like we didn't text you last week. That, I like that idea. I also think you're going to get like people that are like coming home, you know, for the holidays. Yeah. And like, I think you're going to get a better pool and you're not competing with a Friday or a Saturday. You're going for a cheeky Thursday and a cheeky Thursday always no works better. Friday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. People bail on Fridays because they're already tired. You know, yeah. or they've got something no. way better to do, you know, and that's not yeah. your fault, right? Yeah. So we're you thinking, ha- uh, I think you should also get some verbal if commits. Fail, if we fail this time, we're going to, we're going to hang it up. We're going to sit down <laughs> and really. Did people actually really like us in college? <laughs> yeah. You think you got homies until you ask them to wear a sweater. Damn. I'm going to come down to San Diego soon. I would like to. Yeah. Get some dates, bro. I would like to. Maybe, if I were there, um, dude, there'd be hell of chicks. First of yeah. all, just be be off the chain. <laughs> no, it, I, I would love to. Chicks? I would love to go see the apartment really in person. Yeah, I mean, there could not be a better week to see it than this one right now. Really, it is mint. It I was telling them we should try and host on a monthly or bi monthly basis. Yeah, because we just like we just clean it up so well. Do you have a, a reason to? Sorry, I interrupted. I was just gonna say, do you have like a like a space where people can like stand and hang out? Like, do you have you have it worked out? Well, I guess you can't know right we, until you actually get some people in there. But 
There was plenty of room on thir- or on Friday on Saturday. <laughs> Me for us. <laughs> Miles and Talia were right. You know, we could we could entertain ourselves anywhere. Right. Um we've got a we've got a decent hosting space. Um the living room is kind of dominated by the couch and the TV. Okay. I don't know if you know, we have about a 78-inch flat screen TV. Totally unnecessary, um, but it's awesome. It's large for the space. Um, <laughs> so I can't imagine people do much standing in there. Right. Unless it's really crowded. Do you have a place to play games? Uh, we have the dinner table. Yeah, that's all you need. So that's this game central. And then we have the kitchen. But everything's pretty segmented. Yeah. And I think if you were to bring in, you know, a party professional, yeah. they would do a bit of a demo day, break yeah. down some walls, you know, increase Go the more of an lines. open floor plan for sure. Yeah. Do you guys have a you guys have a courtyard though too? That, that could though. be good vibes. Courtyard could be good vibes. Do you and have lights strung out up, took, out there? Yeah, and we put up more lights also. More Dude. Uh, that's people but love that. Gets a bit chilly. You know, oh, I'm sure January, it does, January dude. Months. I'm sure it does out in San Diego, dude. Low 60s, yeah. <laughs> it's brutal, dude. I don't know how people do it. <laughs> Borderline unbearable. Do you sleep with the window open? Like how? No. No? I leave the window open uh, until I get into bed and I close it. Jesus. You don't like it cold when you sleep? I want, I want the room to cool down. And I want the room to be, you know, like, clear like i want there to be fresh air in there yeah but if i leave it on if i leave it open all night like my my blanket situation is pretty uh pretty minimalistic interesting i just (laughs) i just got a bed sheet and a comforter so that's what i have in a perfect world in a perfect world i would have more you know more weight more warmth yeah tatiana's got a weighted blanket underneath her comforter it's pretty intense those are intense. Tough to get out of bed in the morning. 20 pounds. 20 pounds, the weighted blanket. That's a lot. Do you like it? Mm, it's too hot. I can't handle it. I run so hot when I sleep. I don't know what it is. I literally emit heat. Yep. But I, I'm, I'm the guy that has the fan on and the window open in winter. That's the kind of guy I fucking am. <laughs> I'm window open, AC. <laughs> Literally, I uh, I I'm I'm in on the weighted blanket thing. I can only do it on the on the couch though. Cause otherwise, I would truly just never get out of bed. Right. It 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 wouldn't work. What was Rex's? Sorry, not to jump all around, but what was like Rex's vibe the whole time? Was he was was there anyone who were you guys kind of making the jokes the whole time? Like, what if no one shows up? Uh-huh. You know, or was it like, uh, oh, this is really gonna, this really isn't happening, is it? You know, so Connor went to his girlfriend's dad's girlfriend's Hanukkah party. Uh, so he wasn't even going to be there from the jump. He wasn't even going to be there. <laughs> wow, he dodged a bullet. <laughs> would have been nice to yeah. have him though, huh? Would have been real. Would have been two people. Would have. I mean, that's like a what? That's a party. Fifty percent increase. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> would have boosted our numbers right out of the gates. Uh, no, it's uh it, it's, it was poor planning on us to, you know, host an event while one of our roommates were, uh, was gone to be able to attend. Yeah. Uh, who, who, but he was, you know, me and Miles were sending updates in the group chat, like, all right, like 
I know we said don't panic earlier, but it's panic. To, it's panic done. Time to sound the alarms. Yeah. There was when your friends ditched. Were you kind of? Was there a level of like relief? Of like, well, it's fallen through. You know, it is what it is. We don't have to like worry about it anymore. It's not, people aren't going to come over. It's like less trouble. Or was it like you were pretty bummed? The biggest, the biggest fear was like what you were saying earlier, where it's like, all right, we're gonna have a couple kids that we're friends with, but just like one or two show up, right? And then everyone's just gonna have like a not great time, and that's worse than having zero time at all. <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, so while like you know when seven o'clock came around, we were all like, "We got out of this relatively scotch free." Right. An, an ego check, but aside from that, uh, I'm surprised too. Two, th- I mean, three well liked guys, two of which were going to be in attendance, and no show, huh. no show. But, I mean, I'm truly excited to talk about what happens on Thursday in next week's episode. Dude, I would like an update, actually. Save it for the pod, though. Don't tell me how it goes. Yeah. No. Because I'm going to make my assumptions. Okay. I'm going to make some. Okay, I'll make a prediction. Yeah. I would say. I would say. I, you know what? I really believe that you guys are going to have a fantastic party. And I think, uh, no, I really do. And uh, I think yeah. that, uh, I think that maybe the first 30 minutes, there's like, there's some initial panic. There always is that like people are falling through or maybe people can't make it, but then the party picks up momentum. Like no one has to go to the bars, but they end up going cause they're having so much fun. And you know, you guys, you guys, you come on the podcast and, and we just, we just revel in the glory of the night. You know, I feel like I was there and I wasn't even there. I, I hope, I hope it's just, I hope it's passable. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll, It'll be, be fine. You just got to let people know that you have a house that's partyable. So make it count, dude. Make it fucking count. You know, it's better that no one saw it in poor form. That's what you got to think, right? It's also the best one that's ever been in though. But it also, it'll be in the same form. Yeah. Oh, you mean the, I'm saying, yeah. yeah. If people show up and have a bad time. That's wor- like if they try the product and they don't like that. it. Yeah, exactly. Right now they gotta they live with the like, oh, I'm bummed we missed it. It was probably hella fun, you know. Did you send like an overall like broad party canceled text, or did you just send it to the to the girls that were planning on coming? We sent it to the girls that were planning on coming, and I had one high school buddy that was like gonna bring some of his friends, and I was like, we'll probably we'll just meet you guys at the bars. Yeah, it's for the best. <laughs> No, dude, that's a bummer. But, but at least I, you yeah. didn't have to I, send. So I, did you send a poem? Would you, the, did I you send the, a poem to invite people? We did no poem. <laughs> okay. The poem would have shown them that we were serious. About yes, it. I agree. But don't do the poem I the day out. of. Do the poem like the weekend before, or like the no. The, so I sent out the text yesterday for this Thursday. Smart. And I tried to address the elephant in the room. We threw a party, and everyone that is getting this text got the last text, and no one showed up. <laughs> But you don't want to come off as condescending or uh, or you know, like set with something or like, haha! It's hilarious that you guys didn't show up. <laughs> like, yeah. you better come this yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, please Venmo us as a deposit. Yeah, back <laughs> just so I know you're coming, up. so I can rely on you guys. Yeah, clearly your word doesn't mean anything. <laughs> uh, no, but we sent the text out yesterday. You're you're like a little bit of engagement. <laughs> 
Great. Great. Are you, you're yeah, kind of, like you're kind of like, uh, you guys are kind of like, <laughs> you're like afraid of being like the losers. <laughs> you guys, For sure. You guys are like, you guys are approaching this like, like, that's so funny. That's so funny. Well, we're, th- we're the last three guys through college to be like, oh, you guys don't have people over? I'll, I'll send a text. Right. I'll hit them up, dude. You guys yeah. are. Yeah. Literally. Can you imagine being like, hmm, Miles, you want to fire that one off? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So no, that was never your guys' strong shot. Just, uh, just uh, Connor, I think you'd be best at it. And well, Kirk, you want to take this shot? Well, Miles, at least write a draft and I'll edit it. Like, dude, can, can one of us just... <laughs> You guys all got none to. Of us, none of us won. You guys all got to play a pretty, pretty nice role in college. That was like always pleasantly surprised to see you guys at an event. You know, it was all you guys. You guys walked in. Everyone was happy to see you. You know, what role did you play? This <laughs> me, I was like <laughs> me. I was at every party. They knew I was going to be there. Exactly, dude. I was kind of like a facilitator, but also a leader. You know. <laughs> what role did you play? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's funny. You guys aren't losers. You guys will be fine. We're fi- we're gonna find out. If no one shows up to your party, make it funny at least when you come on the pod. You know, don't make it sad. Yeah. Yeah, it'll yeah be. what if yeah if I just come on like no no it was all right I mean <laughs> better than the first one but still only seven people yeah dude I'd be like okay nice dude no that's good that's really good nice job I feel like I'm growing more distant from kids I just miss having more friends I just miss college in that way everyone's so close <laughs> I'm gonna come up to something soon. <laughs> Yeah, my sister said I could stay at her apartment for as long as I want. <laughs> all right. Well, um, unless you got anything left. That's all I got. Yeah, me no. too. Me too. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Honor, honor.